This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. As San Diego's largest food hub and home of the Specialty Produce app, we provide a unique shopping experience for our guests. You'll be shopping from the same quality of products that San Diego's best chefs use every day. We're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., so grab your jacket and your best foodie friend and come and see us. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Leah Valencia Key, and her journey really began with very humble beginnings. She was raised in a homeless shelter in inner city Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and she really made a decision early on to emit joy through all the adversity that she faced. She has a master's degree, a top license in cosmetology, has experience working as a stylist for one of the largest televised home shopping networks, and has gained life-changing experiences as a lead stylist for top beauty brand CEOs and amazing opportunities to travel the world throughout her experience. Now, All throughout that time, she's been absorbing so much love and light, and this really comes through in her jewelry line, Valencia Key, and I'm so excited to have her on to talk about her brand, her message, as well as what's to come. So thank you so much for joining me, Leah. I'm so excited, um, honored, and humbled to um, be able to talk with you, so thank you. Awesome. So, Leah, I would love for you to get into your story as far as being raised in a homeless shelter in Philadelphia. What was that experience like? What were some of the first memories you have? And at what point did you really make the shift to embrace the adversity that you were facing and make the most out of it? Uh, Being raised in that environment was so, um, I was super young. And what I do remember about it is um, feeling uh, a lack of, like a lack of placement, um, a kind of a emptiness inside because when you don't have a home, you feel as though you, you don't have anything actually. And it was uh, my mother, my brother, and my sister, and I'm the youngest, so it was all four of us in um really small room that uh, we had to share four people to a room. So it was just this um, kind of destitute experience. Uh, The turnaround point was um, when you're in a homeless shelter, at some point they place uh, women with children out into, they call them them housing projects, where um, you actually do get a, a home, a public assistance home, which um, it's better for you're not in a small bedroom, but the environment is just as bad because um, people are lost and it's everyone that's kind of confused living in one one space. Mm. But um, the turning point was when I was in school and this had to be grade school um, and I was becoming a follower, if you will, meaning my grades, my grades were suffering and I was um 
not doing well in school and I brought my report card home and my mother looked at uh, my report card and she asked me simply, um, do you, do you want to be a leader or a follower? Because with this report card here, you're following and you're following the surroundings around you. And what that's going to get you is in the same predicament that you are, Mm -hmm. but your predicament does not determine your destiny, but mm-hmm. if you continue to follow, you will follow yourself right into the same predicament. And um, that was powerful for me because it it gave me the option to choose. She didn't um, tell me what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. She kind of gave me my option. And when I heard leader, I didn't think of being a leader as leading people. I heard it as, do I want to lead my life or do I want to follow other people's lives? Mm-hmm. And um, that was the moment I decided to lead my life. And I had to be young. It had to be fourth, fifth grade. Um, but from then on, I decided to choose what I found was happiness and joy studying, going to school. I actually got on honor roll, became the class president. And that was the turning point of my decision that I actually have a choice in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to choose the happiness that I decide for me. And that was so powerful um, and life altering. Well, that's so beautiful that even just such a simple message coming from your mother could really switch you know, potentially the course of your life, because I feel like even in this day and age with social media, a lot of the youth, it can get a little bit difficult to navigate the seas of everything. And when it comes to following and making decisions for your yourself, I feel like it, it potentially can add an additional challenge. And it is Well, it's interesting because, um, it's so much going on around us nowadays heavily because of the internet. Right. But even before the external is so powerful. And so it's easy to follow what you see, but the truth is we have this internal guiding force inside of us. Every one of us does. Um, But it kind of gets drowned out by the noise of the outside and by the noise of society. So if we can allow ourselves to focus inward and hear what's inside of us, it is so powerful to change the course of your happiness in your life. Absolutely. On that note, was there a point where spirituality became an important part of your life when it came to overcoming the adversity and creating changes in your life that you wanted to? Oh, majorly. So my first um, collection is, um, Inside of prosperity, but prosperity not in the sense of um, money, but in the, in the sense of peace and joy. Mm-hmm. And but it's it's created of three continuous circles, and three is a powerful number for me for several reasons. But one of them is a representation of um, major life figures in my life. One was my mother because she was able to um, speak to me to see my direction. She would talk me through things. Um, The second was my grandmother, which brings to the spirituality. She was super spiritual and she um, spoke faith into my life Mm -hmm. continuously at an early age. And I didn't understand it as much as a young person, but being around it and hearing my grandmother talk about faith so much, even in such challenging environments, because mm-hmm. my grandma um, grew up 
impoverished as well. So, you know, things in the house would be demolished or falling down, but she would still be speaking faith and still be speaking, um, greatness and the glory of God in the midst of all these challenges. And so me growing up in that was so powerful because as I started to decide to lead my life, I knew that I wasn't, um, the end all be all of my direction. I knew that God was a guiding force for me because that's what I grew up under. And, um, knowing that there, I could see things, believe things, and that God would direct me in the path that I need to go has been so powerful to me. Has got that third piece. And that third piece is my aunt. She's so interesting. So my aunt was, um, she actually helped raise me too. My Mm -hmm. mother allowed me to, um, when we were going through these challenging times, she allowed me to stay with my aunt for a short spell. And my, my aunt was a confident piece. She instilled the confidence in me. She, um, told me to look people directly in their eyes. When I talked to them, Mm -hmm. she always would tell me to stand with my back straight, walk with your shoulders back, um, you know, go back and make sure you got it until it was right. Like that determination and that confidence. And also, that spark of joy when she walked in the room, people's faces would light up. Right. She would have a smile of greatness and this happiness, this internal happiness that was infectious around her. So with those three pieces, it really and all three of them, my mother, my grandmother and my aunt are actually all deceased. Um, and they passed away um, before I, I believe that turned 30. So literally an earlier age for me, but their impact was so Mm -hmm. powerful to me that it, it guided my direction and my ways of believing and thinking. And so that's why, um, and homage, I create those three continuous circles because I know in other people's lives, Mm -hmm. there's three powerful factors, whatever they may be for them. Um, to that helps define and guide their direction, which is awesome to have. Totally. I'm I'm sorry for your loss to lose those family members so close to you so young. And um I'm sure that they are, you know, with you in the jeweler and I'm so grateful that you were able to incorporate that into those pieces. And it's so special because yes. jewelry is oftentimes passed down as an heirloom, right? Exactly. Through generations yeah. and you know, to have that knowledge and wisdom passed down to you and make something so beautiful out of it, that's really wonderful. And I do definitely agree with you. There are usually, you know, several things in people's lives that contribute to them going on and success. You know, we have the ability to connect with other human beings and, mm-hmm. you know, we're not meant to be in isolation or be alone. And yes. when we're able to f- have those people close to us, I mean, that's wonderful that you were able to even have your family members be those people for, but it is true. It's not always family for people. It can be sometimes no. extended friends or mentors yes. or something, and it still carries that representation. So getting that's in, what's happened. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's what is, um, happen now so one thing um my family members leaving me early actually um impacted me in a really different way Mm -hmm. people can go different ways when you lose someone but it impacted me to to see the preciousness of life yeah and to see the power that life 
you have one moment in time. You you have these limited amounts of time. Whatever your limited amount of time is, it's it's not known to us. So it is important to live a life of joy and peace. It, it's important. It's impactful. So that's what my brand is to share that we find joy and peace in everything we do, even in the challenging times. And after they left, um, I've had many other beautiful, um, I call them earth angels, Mm -hmm. people that have stepped up that are here who have just filled my life and lifted me to um, have these amazing opportunities. So it continues on and on. Totally. And I think jewelry is usually like the final touch. It's one of the little details. And when we're able to appreciate those little details in life as well, I think that's, it is a nice reminder to have the little thing that sparkles back at you that, you know, sometimes can make your day even so much better. And I can also relate to experiencing death at a really young age. I mean, I lost one of our close family friends. I don't think he was mm-hmm. any more than three or four years old. And oh it was goodness, very, sorry. you know, heartbreaking to, you know, be playing with him one day and then all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. sick. And then the next day he's gone and being in the mm-hmm. home where his mother was and listening to her lament and cry and mm-hmm. being at his funeral when I was probably no older than five or six years old. And, um, you know, I think that definitely when you experience death of somebody that, you know, that young, regardless of what place in the world you are or, you know, whatever you're going through, I think it it definitely can ignite these existential questions within you. Yes. You know, (laughs) what is my purpose here? And what how much time do I have left? What could potentially happen to me? Yes. And what am I going to do with the blessings that I'm afforded every time I'm able to wake up? What am I going to do with that? You know, absolutely. I mean, was there a point, you know, obviously you were living the projects and there there are people in this predicament still today and can Mm -hmm. end up staying in that Mm -hmm. headspace and that place and what were some of the things that you saw that contributed to people just staying kind of at the same place that they're at versus getting out of that and making that mindset shift to really realize this is not what I want and I'm going to take that next step was there adversity or did you face anybody questioning you being like who do you think you are or you know any of that type of thing so much adversity just um so many negative behaviors you see, you see drugs, you see alcoholism, you see all types of abuse you see, um, uh, emptiness, you see no, no possibility. And so it's really interesting because even though we were in that predicament, um, my mother was kind of, I think, um, physically bound in fear to get mm-hmm. through her momentum while we were there, but mentally right. she was free and she was able to speak to us, mm-hmm. um, to talk us that this predicament does not determine your destiny. Um, but I think that the people around me, one, didn't have exposure to someone to speak outside of their current existence. And speak um, life into them. To speak life into them. I think that's one thing. And then I think, too, if you don't, uh, the two things I believe that create possibility is opportunity and exposure. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to one, you need to be able to see opportunity and take opportunity and you need to absolutely look for exposure. Right. So, um, in back in those days, inner city schools would have these after school programs. Now, they were free to everyone. Um, but when you grow up in that environment, you do what you see, you go, you don't go to school, you hang on the corner, you skip school and you do everything that's kind of comfortable and easy. But what I knew after I decided through my mother's talk that I wanted to be a leader, I wanted to take every opportunity that was afforded to me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would join these after school programs and they wouldn't really be full because most of the kids weren't taking these opportunities, which right. allowed them to stay in their predicament because they weren't, when you don't take those opportunities, the exposure is the same. Mm-hmm. You see the same and you do the same. But right. for me, I took these after school where it was theater club, where they would take us to center city and see a play because it was funded. And so when you go outside of your neighborhood and you're like, Oh my God, how do I live like this? Or, Oh mm-hmm. my God, how can I get on the stage like that? Someone says, oh, education. You know, oh, is it education? Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. But mm-hmm. if you don't allow yourself to be exposed to these things, you don't see anything else. And I think that's the the number one challenge. So the the true heart of my jewelry, Valencia Key Jewelry, is to take, it's to be inclusive, right? Mm-hmm. So to include all women and all people who um, want to be inspired by joy, greatness, and possibility, and sparkle, but also um, take proceeds and uh, for me to go back into the communities that I come from and to um, share the light that I was shared through my mother's mm-hmm. knowledge and now through the knowledge that people have exposed around me. People aren't being educated. I mean, even in the um, impoverished environments, people are giving clothes and food, but they're not giving knowledge on how to get out. Mm -hmm. And so if you keep giving to an external force, but not feeding the mind, then the mind continues to stay um, dependent. So um, my goal, I now once a month go to um, local Philadelphia homeless shelters and do educational workshops on um, possibility and dreams and and how do we unlock, and I call it the key to light, how do we unlock the potential to get to the light that we know we are destined to go to? And um, that's my mission, to help. Well, I so honor that, Leah, because I think it's one thing to do good works, but to go back into the community and give back to where you came from. I feel like those types of leaders in the community, it really helps to keep you humble and remember where you came from and to realize that having a business and building a life in that respect, it, you know, of course, everybody has to pay their bills, but at the end of the day, you know, money doesn't make people happy. And, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that's able to go around, whether it is monetary, whether it is spiritual, like we can be uplifting to people just with our energy at the very least. And I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're doing that and really honor that work within you. So going on to, oh yeah, of course. So how did, the brand start and at what point did you start thinking about wanting to create this was jewelry a passion of yours when you were younger or how did it become something that you were like this is what i'm so put in, on this earth to do 
in as I was young, um, my mother always used to say, Leah, you shine, you sparkle so mm-hmm. bright. And she would always say I had the sparkle and the shine. And her her affinity was earrings. So she would always say, always wear your earrings, always wear your earrings because it's a visual representation of how beautiful you sparkle inside. And she would say, never leave the house without your earrings. So I kind of grew up with um, never leave your house without your earrings. And that's the sparkle that shows the sparkle in you because you shine so bright. So I love earrings. And then my grandmother, which was interesting, she had a thing for rings. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you would come in and talk now, she would be dressed and as she was older, I would come in. Of course, she was going nowhere. She's like 50, 60. Mm. And she's going nowhere, but she has like little pearls on, a ring and earrings. And I'm like, oh, grandma, where are you going? She's like, oh, no, no. I get I get dressed for myself and God and the mm. Lord. I, I don't get mm. dressed for others. And um, so those memories. And then she would look at my hands because and she would say, oh, my, you don't you don't have a ring on. Oh, you have to dress your hands with at least one ring. So I just remember um, being just taught about just the little power of those jewelry details that mm-hmm. brings a spark or brings you to life, you know, and completes the external part of who you are. And it always made me smile. And so as I grew and throughout these journeys of styling and everything, I saw that it was even consistent in women that I had the opportunity to style, jewelry was the last piece of confidence that you would click on before Mm -hmm. going into your big moment. So you could plan your outfit weeks in advance, right? But they would get their hair, makeup, right? Everything. And then, so I would do hair and makeup, but the last thing, the last thing that they would click on to be ready, ready was what earring am I going to wear? What necklace am I going to put on? Okay, is this the one that just really, is this the one that seals it and brings me the the sparkle or the confidence or the whatever that is that just completes this whole external that speaks to my internal? Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was, it's such a beautiful thing. And I want to be, I want Valencia Key to be that um, confidence when you walk into something important, I want it to be that last piece to say, um, if I can, she can. I want Valencia Key to be that piece that you put on, even if you don't know where you're going in life, but you know women that are doing great things are wearing this. So it inspires you that you also can do these great things as well. Um, and it's universal. So jewelry doesn't have to match an outfit. You can wear it every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, you don't have to switch it up. You have to kind of, you can't wear the same clothes every day. Some people can, but generally you switch your clothes up. But jewelry is a constant. Mm-hmm. You can find your favorite pieces of jewelry and just wear it every day as your reminder and representation. And so I just believe it's this beautiful visual constant in your life that can sparkle you through um, great things and even hard things. That's so interesting you say that. I absolutely agree. I've I've actually had a a crystal pendant since I was in um in high school. I think I got it my second wow. or third year of high school and it's 
a big crystal pendant and it has some aurora borealis in it. It's a really unique mm. piece and it's really, it's a statement piece, but the nice thing is, is it kind of blends in with my skin, but it looks different yeah. on different fabrics. So mm. it's something that I really enjoy wearing every day. And I really do feel like it is a representation of me and it, when it, the light hits it, it just sends facets everywhere. And it's, oh, it's, it's really, really a beautiful that. piece. I will send you a picture. Yeah. But Please. I look back in, um, you know, pictures and it's always something that was there with me. Mm-hmm. It's almost become a, like a part of me. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though I think there can be a delicate balance between playing with like, you know, I really don't need anything to make me happy, but really yes. enjoying fashion and, yeah. you know, cosmetics and accessories. It is, you know, an external representation of, mm-hmm. you know, who you are on the inside. And I think being yeah. able to find different brands and designs and colors, textures, um, different pigments and things of this nature this can all be an expression of your mood and it can be something that's so beautiful as well. So I think sometimes you need, sorry to cut you off. Sometimes right on the same point of what you're saying, some people say, Oh, I don't need things to make me happy. Well, sometimes you do, right? Because sometimes you're not really feeling that great inside. We're human and we're not always going to be on the 20 of joy spectrum. (laughs) But if you can put something on externally that brings you joy, it can internally affect you and get you there. You know what I mean? It's kind of like they work hand in hand. If I'm not feeling great inside, then I make my outside look great which will affect my inside and if I'm feeling great inside then I want my outside to match how great I'm feeling inside it's not a superficial joy it's really a hand-in-hand motion that is um, circular you know what I mean that's why people say do you feel great generally because something on you is not really sparkling so they can read that for you outside you know Mm -hmm. And I think it's so nice to be able to have people in your life that you can be vulnerable with and and open up about those types of things. And I feel like everybody gets to a different point where they're willing to bear whatever their story is and share from a really vulnerable place with people. But I totally align with that in the sense that it there can be days where you don't feel 100% and whether it's a little mm-hmm. bit of makeup or, yeah. you know, putting on something that really just fits your body amazing or yes. reminds you of something that's greater than yourself yes. and um, you're able to connect with that. I think there can be a way to use the external in a positive way to remind you of your true nature, yes. all the infinite capabilities we have as human beings. And, you know, it's easy to get lost in the world to lose our focus on that. Yes. Um, And it's great. Visual, visual things remind you. It triggers you back. Yeah. When you can get lost. It's it's such a beautiful thing to have. Totally. So, so when did you start Valencia Key and how has it evolved? And what, what is your mission behind it? I know you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but I would love for you to even just expand on that as well. Yeah. So, um, the mission, so Valencia means brave. Mm-hmm. Um, the def- definition of Valencia is brave and key, um, is to unlock or right, to open. Um, and they actually happen to be my middle and last name, but yes. the beauty is, um, the 
my mission is to unlock the bravery, joy, love, and light inside of each Valencia key wearer that they shine so bright that they inspire others to shine with them. That is my entire mission. Um, and to then take that light and go back and reach into the darkest dark of areas and help them find the light that they so much deserve. That's beautiful. And um, thank you so much. And it's possible because I've seen it happen. So I'm going to say my whole life has led up to me actually birthing this brand. Um, But I needed to go through this journey to actually get where we are today, um, which is Valencia Key. I start um, five years ago, really knowing that I was going to do it. You know, it stirs in your body forever. And then there's a point where you're like, okay, I got to do it. And I've had some um, beautiful mentors that I've, I've looked at. And the reason why the mission is for you to shine so bright that you inspire others to shine with you, because I am one of those people who've have watched mentors shine so bright and they've inspired me. I know that if you can live your life um, in the joy and the destiny that you know you're on the path of going, you give other permission to their own destiny and walk their own path because they see If she can do it, then I can do it because we're all human. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I want it to be the inclusive, uplifting brand. When you look at uh, my pieces, you'll always see my logo inside of each piece. And that's a star and a key. And the star is made of four Vs, which is that bravery. And the star represents the light. And the key is inside of it um, that represents the arcing of that light. And what I want to happen is you wearing Valencia key and you don't have to say a word, but let's say you're at the cash register and you're wearing, you pay her and she sees your ring. She catches the logo and the mission has been spread so clear that she looks at that and says, oh my goodness, she's inspiring me Mm -hmm. to be as great as she is without even having a full conversation, you know, where you're just literally inspiring people by the symbol and the beauty of the pieces, but wearing them. Um, So five years ago, I went on a journey to um, create this and I start, I knew I needed a logo that represented exactly what the mission was. And it took me a while. And I went went on a journey to Egypt, Morocco, and Spain. And that journey, um, I went through a bunch of different uh, places. And you talk about spirituality. I uh, I was taken to all these different mosques. And so I believe wherever there's a holy ground, I believe there's a holy place. So I don't believe in segregating religions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so in one of these mosques, I got down and I was praying, um, that my logo will be found by the end of this journey. Mm. And, um, that was in Egypt. And then my journey to Morocco showed all these lights in the Moroccan culture. They have all these beautiful lights everywhere in these different shapes. It's just mm-hmm. beautiful. And it kept ringing to me lights and, I know it's everywhere I travel, 
the things that people talk about of me is um, that I radiate joy and I radiate light and that I, that people gravitate to that. I can attest to and that. Then, oh, thank you. I'm like, I pray <laughs> every day that that is what I do and that I inspire people to do the same authentically. And so then the last piece was I walked into um, this small Moroccan store, um, like a little antique store, and he had keys. Now, I refused to use a key as a symbol in my head because I didn't want it to just be frivolous. I didn't want it to not have purpose. But I walk into this store and um, the store is full of ancient keys, old antique keys, sealing the floor. And I'm astonished. And I asked the store owner, why do you have all these keys in the store? Like, what is the purpose? And he said, "Um, the key the um, key represents the key of unlocking the joys of life, the mm-hmm. light of life, the purpose of life. And I was like, oh, that is it. Um, <laughs> and it was so powerful. And then on the flight home, I'm literally sketching. I'm taking my V, the bravery, and I'm creating those stars that I saw throughout mm-hmm. Morocco. And I'm placing the key in the center to unlock this light and these purposes of light. And in that moment, um, the mission of the brand had a vision. It had a it had a face, right? It had um, something tangible that we can now connect to the purpose. And so um, from that moment on, I was able to start really sketching my jewelry designs. And it took me, I think it took me two and a half years um, from sketching. So I hand sketch all my designs and all my designs come from a mission of Mm -hmm. what my message is. And so that first message of the three circles is that life is a continuous journey and that through life there's sparkles, there's divots, there's ups and there's downs, but it will continue and you will always reach your form of prosperity if you continue to sparkle through it. Um, I love that. And so, thank you. Because I believe that. I believe that um, we have the right, and prosperity is not money. People confuse it. Prosperity is peace and joy and whatever that looks like to you, whatever peace is to you, whatever joy is to you. And joy is a more constant. Joy is not happiness because happiness is fleeting. Mm-hmm. You can be happy one minute, mm-hmm. sad one minute, and that's that's the ebb and flows of life. But joy is a value that you can always come to, that you can reset when life gives you those challenging moments, when you're in a whirlwind of negativity. Mm -hmm. You can choose to find joy in the moment because in joy there's learning. So then you can go to your next step of prosperity, even through your hardest times. Uh, So I launched the actual website, I think, two and a half years ago. Mm And um, it was beautiful because I don't even do marketing. And um, through me living this purpose out, um, women saw the jewelry and saw what I was, my mission, Mm -hmm. and would wear it and buy it and share it. And like, it's literally through word of mouth that women would go to my website and buy things. And I would see women on QVC wearing my jewelry every airing. 
oh as gosh. a reminder that everything is possible as a reminder that they can get through this as a reminder that they're going out there and spreading the world. And I'm like bawling in tears because it's my dream, right? Oh my it's my dream to see these women share this message. Well, speaking of QVC, I'm very excited to see you grace the QVC stage soon, but also <laughs> one of the women who has been on QVC quite a bit, founder of It Cosmetics, Jamie Kern Lima. Had one of the loves of my life! was singing your praises and she is mm. such an incredibly powerful woman with a really really incredible story as well what has been your connection to her and um how has that friendship and sisterhood mm. blossomed um i call um jamie the love earth angel of my life she's a earth angel uh she's taken me under my under her wing and um she's just carried with me with her to so many magical experiences, um, just exposing me. Remember I talked about um, the two things is opportunity and exposure. Mm -hmm. And that's what, um, without word, she saw my spirit, she saw my heart, mm -hmm. um, and we connected instantly and bond. And she just took me and cultivated me and um, shared, literally shared her world with me. And that's the light that I'm talking about, right? When you're around such a beautiful light spirit that inspires you to sparkle just as much as they sparkle. Um, she is pure joy. She is pure peace. She is pure love. And um, she is all about empowering your greatness. And I am so blessed. I call her family. That's that's how close she is to me. I'm so blessed to um, consider her my sister and um, and her be a part of my life. It's it's actually astonishing how much I've experienced under her wing. Absolutely. Well, Jamie has been very open about the humble beginnings she came from as well and the adversity that she faced to build her brand and her business to the point that it is. And I think it just goes to show like when women come together, they can create so much magic. You know, we all yes. go through different adversities in our life and face different challenges. And I and think we can uplift it, each other, absolutely, you know, in mm -hmm. a day and age where it is so, you know, can people have an option to get increasingly competitive and jealous and growing up in the entertainment industry myself as a dancer and working as a choreographer. Now I've worked with a lot of performers and trained with a lot of performers growing up where there's no shortage of drama. There's no mm -hmm. shortage of cattiness. And I think, you know, for me personally, it was always really important to maintain a spirit of as competitive as I was with myself to keep mm -hmm. that competitive nature centered on my improvement and to cheer the other girls on because oh, yeah. we all know what the struggle is. We all know how difficult it is to work on all these different aspects of, yes. you know, you know, from a dance perspective, our, our training, what, you know, grueling schedules that underneath all the makeup and the tights and the costumes, there's bruises, there's blood, there's mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> anything you wow. can imagine. And, mm. um, you know, there's always so much that goes on behind the scenes that nobody sees. And, you know, as women, as human beings, we know that life is not the the always what we see it at face value. Yes. There's usually yes. so much else that goes on behind the scenes. And to be able to 
really see through to the spirit of a human being and acknowledge yes. that like namaste yes. moments yes. <laughs> you yes. know? and bring that and really empower and yeah. power the greatness that's that's within each of us it's because it's a big world and just like we all deserve love and we all deserve the confidence to be the best us that we can be mm-hmm. and the way that it can grow is through us loving on each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been shown. And I'm so grateful. Um, can't even express it in words, you know, how grateful I am. Um, Cause I am where I am is because of that. Yeah. I think we, as you know, as a community of beings on this planet, I mean, a lot of us, it's like none of us would be anywhere without, another person in our life honestly it is it takes those those figures in our life that really have even just from the smallest kindnesses to the grandest of gestures yes even one thing that's just so beautiful is how different of a walk of life like both you and jamie come from and yes how beautiful that sisterhood is it was really special to experience that um, when I was, was in both so, of your presence. <laughs> oh my gosh, just the love. It's just pure love. Um it's so real. That we pour into and it's it's an honor when you can find that pure love. And that's my mission that um it's in us. You know, it's like it's easy too. It's an easy way to be. Um so it's my dream that we find that love that we can give it to others in the most simplest and most largest ways, because that's what I've been blessed to experience. And that's what I would hope that we can, because I know how life, I know how my life was changed experiencing it. Mm -hmm. So imagine if we all can do that in such a simple way, how many lives we can change yeah, and if we use Valencia key as a symbol, you know, as a symbol to say, um, I stand for inspiring you. Yes. I stand for that. If I can stand here, you are one, a couple steps right here to be standing right with me. How beautiful is that? Mm-hmm. Well, what's next for the brand? I know you have a collection yeah. coming up soon, but yes, what's coming up next? Coll- a new collection um, coming. I have that great opportunity um, coming in 2020. I, I'm not supposed to um, publicize it just yet, but uh, we know what that opportunity is. So I'm grateful. Yes. Um, and I um, I pray that it resonates um, to women, uh, not just for the brand's sake, but for the heart's sake. Because how awesome is it for all of us to be feeling this inspired and feeling this connected? How good is that to um, have that feeling of inclusiveness? Uh, my new collection I'm super excited about because um, it's titled Rooted. And so um, I feel that uh, I spoke with a a monk um with another awesome woman that has helped me she's also my friend and family um she has introduced me to this monk and we talked and he said that the life is like a tree Mm -hmm. and um her name is Vicky Sai um the founder of Tatcha and um she introduced me to the monk and 
He said, life is like a tree and you must be deeply rooted in specific values because uh, those roots that go deep into the ground or is what allows trees to last hundreds and thousands of years, right? Mm -hmm. Because you grow this strong branch, this strong root, this strong, and then branches can fall off, they can die, um, and that's that ever of life, ups Mm -hmm. and downs, right? But your roots are so strong that the tree is on wavering. Mm-hmm. And so I saw such power in that because there was a moment in my life where things just started getting hectic just for me trying to do all these different things. And I oh, and then I decided, wait a minute, what am I rooted in? I'm rooted in joy. I'm rooted in gratitude. I'm rooted in love and I'm rooted in perseverance. So if I'm rooted in those four things, nothing can sway me on my destiny. The path can be changed, obstacles can be thrown in my way, my branches can fall off, but my trunk will still stand because I'm rooted in these pieces and I will continuously radiate joy through all of these turbulent things. So the collection has these different like roots going through them and I want um, to inspire wearers that define what you're rooted in mm-hmm. and whenever turbulent times come, whenever the storms are wailing, reset back to your roots because you can't be altered from that and then you can grow greatness from it. Well, that's so beautiful. I feel like even to release this collection, it's with such a beautiful meaning behind it. But during a time where there is a lot going on in the world as far as environmental damage and um, to really remember how sacred this earth is, how sacred our bodies yes. are. And you yes. know, we look at so much of the damage that's happening in this earth for you know sometimes reasons that are contributing to pollution or you know, contributing to diseases in humans' lives and ex- the um, the extinction of certain animals and life forms and to really get rooted in where our ethics, where are we yes. placing our, our energy and are we investing in something that is fleeting and, mm-hmm. you know, materialistic in in nature that it's it's not something that will stand throughout the test of time yes that's so interesting because or any i've been actually starting to think of those things too in a more deeper way um how are we preserving what are we doing um and paying homage to um true nature which which is powerful because that's where we are um and, and so roots are just so powerful. Is human connection really? Yes, exactly. It's human connection. It's life connection. It's um, it's inclusiveness. Mm-hmm. I think um, I consider Valencia Key brand to be, you know, luxury was once titled exclusive. Yes, right. Meaning um, exclusively only a select few could get it. Um, but I consider Valencia key inclusive luxury, meaning I include all it's luxury, um, the quality, the mission, the message, but it's inclusive because all can have it. And everywhere that wears it is inspiring another person that you also can wear this too. What do you root it in? Where are you going? What are you grounded in? And if you're not sure, 
let my life be a guide of how these things are possible. Well, that's so beautiful. I cannot wait to see the collection, Leah. I am so excited oh, to you. wear it and support you. And um, thank you. I'm just so proud of you and for everything that you've worked through to create such a beautiful brand, such a beautiful message, and all of the work that you have done on yourself behind the scenes that no one and sees. Continuous. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like I know that there are so many probably dark times that you experienced where you just had to bring yourself through and your light and how beautiful you shine absolutely Mm, radiates in real life. And I'm sure that that is really something that has been cultivated through so much of the adversity that you've been through as well. I'm very confident that you will weather whatever storm because you got deep roots in knowing who you are as an individual and where you come from, the community that you give back to. So is there any other wisdom that you want to share with the audience before we wrap up today? Um, I guess my my takeaways um, for joy, I think joy is the number one um joy and love are the two um emotions uh, that we should always reset to and that joy equals peace and that um love starts with self-love and then it radiates out and in order to um shine so bright and in order to have this true joy you have to get inward into yourself and you have to find the goodness that what's good for you, what makes you thrive, what is your body telling you, what is your mind telling you, what is your heart telling you. And you've got to go to those things and you've really got to cultivate yourself and stand really true into those things. And then when you are clear within self, then that light and that joy can radiate out. And the amount of people that you can affect when you're tapping into your self-love is way bigger than the amount if you're just going out to think that love is external before you can get it internal. That's beautiful, Leah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. And... I really, really enjoyed creating this with you. Oh, me too. Thank you. It's an honor, a joy, and um, I'm so excited to uh, connect with you in any other way again. It is my my true love talking to beautiful souls to um, spread this word. Likewise, dear. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. 